I'm trying to get a sponsorship from Canada Dry Bulbs Ginger Ale. So <laughs> <laughs> if I could just take the first like minute of our like um banter that we do at the beginning of every episode to talk about how I'm drinking a Grand Marnier with Canada Dry Bold Ginger Ale. And oh. it's delicious. Mm. And I just really like their new bold ginger ale flavor. What makes it bold? It's spicy and it makes my eyes water when I drink it, but it's really good. Now I'm I, okay. We have to get some Canada Dry Bold because I love ginger mm. ale. So yeah. does it taste yeah, just? Bold. Does it taste just like more like ginger beer? Like is it more towards that? Kind of, but it's like more. It's definitely stronger ginger flavor. It, for whatever reason, it makes me cough and it makes my eyes water. So what is <laughs> it's bold. It's an aggressive flavor. Well, he's like crying with the thumbs up, like delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Canada Dry Bold Ginger Ale, and this is not sponsored as of right now, but Canada Dry Bold Ginger Ale as is right, right now. I should have put that on my fucking mood board. Just Canada <laughs> Dry with an exclamation point. Yeah. Well, ginger beer is good, so if it's that. Or if it's like that, but like covert about it, like yeah, yeah. I want to two empty cans and like the one I'm drinking now next to my bed, so you know it's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is why to drink. You drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. And welcome to Tipsy Terror. I think Harish is ready to get started. Uh, yeah. Uh, welcome <laughs> to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast where um, we talk about horror movies, and drinking is optional. Yes. <laughs> but drinking Canada Dry Bold Ginger Ale is not <laughs> not optional. Yeah, that's a very important part of it. And we have a very special guest here today, my good friend Sid Jordan. Woo! Yeah, nice ah, ah, and I was her orientation leader. Ah, yeah, Whoa. I was gonna say like long time no see. It's been like six years. Full circle. This could be another episode where Sam talks about being a peer leader. Shut up! I don't talk about it that much. Look, it's a big okay. It was a big part of my life, and I, I currently am like very close friends and co-workers with the guy Johnny that we just mentioned. <laughs> so, oh so peer leading has had a lasting impact on my life. <laughs> but that's the only one really. The rest of it yeah, sucks. tend to do that. <laughs> and we're talking about signs. Another, for to continue our M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. No, 28 days of M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, yeah. <laughs> Is that, that's what we went with, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Guys, I have a, I have a story yes. about this movie. I watched it two hours ago. And yeah. if you notice, I was texting in the group chat, which is, you know, that was fine. Um, but I also happened to be getting texts in my work group chat at the same time. So I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was going back and forth between them. And in the group chat, we're talking about, like, this new, like, woman just got hired, and she was, like, asking for everyone's information. And I text back, hey, does M. Night Shyamalan cameo in all of his movies? <laughs> <laughs> chat, because I got confused. Wow. And then they all blamed me. So, so 
I got a like separate text from a couple of my coworkers, like, oh my god. <laughs> and I just, I was so, I, it was pretty cringe, you guys. It wasn't fun at all. It was <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> and then somebody had the brass. It was RG had the brass to say, "Well, if you find out, let us know." <laughs> Classic RG. The answer to that question is like, kind of. I think he does. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a good amount where he he did, except like after Earth. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Yeah, he. I well, was we Crazy. just did the Sixth Sense was our last one that we did, and he was a doctor in that. Yeah, we saw him. So yeah, there's yeah. in his debut. Well, not his debut. His first big one. Right. He's been in 25 movies, and they're all his. <laughs> they're probably all his. Yeah. <laughs> Directed sixteen and written seventeen. Oh. Wait, he was a writer for Stuart Little. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> this is huge. Nice. You know, yeah, Stuart think... Little, the movie shows up in our podcast a lot. Yeah, we talk about it a lot for people who I've never seen it. <laughs> what? I've never seen Stuart Little. Okay, that's cringe as hell, Sam. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I saw it when I was younger. It's like from a fever dream or something. Right. Yeah. I don't it was know. like. My Oh, it was like one of the ones that they would p- put on on like at school a lot for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they wheel in the big TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the big TV. Yeah. Big TV for a little mouse. We had <laughs> we had TVs in the corner of our like room for like morning announcements, but mm-hmm. if they wanted to play a video, they'd had to bring in another TV. Yeah. Because they didn't have a VCR. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> a school I went to for a year had that and we sometimes they'd play a movie like on days that it's like the day before a break. They just play a movie and the whole school watch that one movie yeah. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Back in the good old days when you could be in a in a room with other people. <laughs> <laughs> Pain. <laughs> oh my god. It's home. But yeah, we watched the... And speaking of movies... Speaking of rooms <laughs> with other people... I don't know. Okay. It's Signs is the movie that we're doing, which was your suggestion, Sydney. Yeah. So um, my friend Taylor actually was like, you know what? You should do Signs. Because I, I don't really like watch a ton of movies. But I remember this movie like freaking me out as a kid. And she was saying the same thing, especially because she's like severely asthmatic. Um, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> It's relevant to the movie. Okay, I thought you were just pointing that out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, by the way, she just happens to be ethic. But no, so that's why it freaked her out. And I was like, yeah, I remember that. And, like, specifically the one scene mm-hmm. of the video at the birthday party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that just, like, lived in my mind rent-free for, like, 20 years. But, um, yeah, so once I finally did watch it, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> just that. Just, oh. Molly, what are your general thoughts? Um, I didn't know the plot going in and afterwards I also still didn't know the plot <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to doing the recap so I can get a grasp on what happened <laughs> good 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 so um, I'll, I'll share my thoughts as we talk okay, okay. Doing, I do have a good story about this movie I told my mom I was watching and uh, my aunt who passed away um, like right after she, after she got one of her surgeries they went and saw signs with my uncle 
and she had this big pillow on her stomach in the movie theater and she was laughing really hard about the Vomino's children Vomino's oh yeah <laughs> was laughing about all that and so my mom was like telling that it was like a good memory Aww. Just really cracking up and like holding the pillow to keep from like hurting, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that is that's a I one of the notes that I wrote about this movie is that M Night should just write comedies because there are so many yeah. fucking hilarious moments in this movie. Yeah, he does. Like- right when, I really like that part right when Joaquin Phoenix gets out of bed and it's like so awkward and he like jumps out. I was like, I didn't understand it tonally. I was like, is this supposed to be like a comedy? Yeah. Yeah. Like when they're running to scare because they think that like the neighbor boys are there and they're like running around to scare them. And what is I wrote down the exact line because it cracks me up when because Mel Gibson's character, he's trying not to cuss yeah, or like say anything yeah. bad. And so he says, I'm insane with anger. It's just the funniest thing to me. I think that is something that M. Night Shyamalan does pretty well because even in movies where like you think because like i i'm not a huge fan of uh uh the superhero one what is it unbreakable unbreakable because like that movie is so serious and so slow and it takes itself so seriously but then it still does have those little like comedic moments that work pretty well even when it's like trying to be a dramatic film yeah i thought those really worked just really knows well the human experience so well you can just so be funny you've <laughs> seen it before yeah i've seen it like least at least three times probably somewhere between three and five times in my life i've seen this movie um whoa that's four (laughs) 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 oh my god shut up (laughs) i meant it's somewhere in that range um so i distinctly remember where i was when i watched it for the first time i was um my stepdad's co-workers house um we were just like friends with them and like uh like they had a couple young girls we were a couple of young girls so we would hang out and we they had a dvd copy of signs or something and they're like y'all i've never seen this i was probably like 11 or something like that and we like crowded around this like smaller TV and we were like so into it. And I just remember it like shocking me and me. I was like, this is great. This is so scary. And I had the same thing said that you described that like I, we watched it again in the scary moments. I would be like, oh my God, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. And then it would happen. And I'd be like, oh, uh, that wasn't as like amazing yeah. as I thought it was. But that being said, I still personally really like this movie. And I it was fun because it's been a while since I've seen it. And then, like, the couple beats before an iconic scene ha- would happen, and I'd tap Harish's knee, and I'd be like, oh, pay attention, this is a good yeah. part. You know, like, I knew when all the good stuff, so, like, to- we'll get to it, but towards the end, when he's rolling out the TV to the living room, and that oh, shot yeah. happens, like, as he went, when he went to get the TV, it, I remembered very suddenly, I was like, oh, we're about to get a great shot, and, like, I was right. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen this movie before, um, so this was my first time watching it. But I did—I basically knew the like plot details, and I knew like what the twist was at the end. Um, but uh, like, so I was went in with a positive attitude attitude because I've heard like a lot of people like making fun of this movie. Um, but i was like uh the sixth sense is great um 
So I was hoping that I would like it, but I didn't really like it. Yeah. But I didn't hate it. That's fair. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Honestly, I looked at it and I was like, oh, I feel like this doesn't even fit the category of like horror or terror. It's yeah. just a, a really long, slow build. But <laughs> It's whatever. mostly just like drama. Yeah, it's a drama. And I think it like it tries to be good and I appreciate that <laughs> aspect of it. But I just didn't like it. <laughs> You're trying okay, so hard. A genuine question. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What's the twist in this movie? The water. They're allergic to water. So they're allergic to water. <laughs> That's a twist. I mean, I, it's just shocking that they're allergic to water. Yeah. <laughs> I have an issue with that whole thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know if it's me too. We had questions later. after the happened. We were like, but what about this, this, and this? And we could get to it later, but yeah. Yeah. Um uh okay, so let's just go into this movie. It's the plot is there are aliens but <laughs> it's uh it, we're mainly focused on this family. Um and uh so there's five people four four people. Four. Do you need help? Yeah. Are you yeah. good? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's there's the dad. There's Mel Gibson's character, his name is He's the one Hess. I can't remember. Uh, Graham. Graham Hess. Graham, yeah. yeah. yeah Graham Hess. He's a father and he used to be a preacher. Right. And But he quit six months ago. And the, the, the story starts, you don't know why. Right. His brother... Then, but, I mean, let's just say... Oh. It, it's revealed, like, through flashbacks. Because um, we know that his wife is dead mm-hmm. at the very beginning. Um, and, like, it's implied that uh, that's why he left um the church uh and then like during like scenes where he's asleep like it'll show parts of the a flashback of what happened and then we figure out what happened was that uh, a guy who is a local veterinary vet, vet veterinarian jesus yeah. christ um yeah. that was hard um he fell asleep at the wheel and happened to hit her and pin her against a tree basically chop her in half yeah and it like uh it held her together enough to say like her goodbyes but then she like died a very sad death yeah like th- <laughs> it's dark it's, it's so, so dark <laughs> But um, so he's he's not he still not hasn't recovered from that. And like that happening to him has basically like he's lost all like lust for life. Like he just doesn't believe in good yeah. and miracles yeah. and like that a God would do that. Right. Um, so then he has two kids, Bo and Morgan. Bo is his like young, tiny girl played by Abigail Breslin. Mm-hmm. And she's so fucking cute. I can't get over how cute she is in this movie. She's really she is, cute. But side note, how old do you guys think that she is? I feel like she's like four. She's like, she's so young. Yeah. She's so young. And she ate this roll up. And she's like, it's one of those classic like kid who's smarter than they should be. Well, I think it's definitely heavily also, implied. She's clairvoyant. Yeah. yeah she's like gifted kids. Like, yeah. She has some weird psychic nature because her, I, her yeah. mom was clairvoyant like her mom as she d- was dying said like this and this right knowing that that was going to be happening okay so i think that she inherited that's what i've always interpreted as is that she's like the next clairvoyant in the family because like her mom was but okay. it's like yes, very subtle and understood that yeah molly you didn't just make a shocked face <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I definitely picked up on that subtle nuance <laughs> 
<laughs> well, she would talk about how she was like, she'd be like, yeah, that happened in my dream. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't want you to die. He's like, right. what? <laughs> And like she knew to like she yeah she knew she to do the water because the water. like she it wasn't that she directly knew that that's why but she like was finding reasons yeah. to litter the place with water because right. it's just like she just was driven to do that yeah so I like that part right. I like that I aspect do that too. too but when I do that everyone just says I'm depressed and I'm <laughs> leaving my water all over this like room clean up your all water my bottles. And- Cans of Canada Dry Bowl. <laughs> 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 when Canada I do it, I'm a slob. <laughs> when this kid do it, she's a clairvoyant genius. She's a clairvoyant genius. Well, when everyone will be like appreciating you when the, <laughs> when the aliens uh, allergic are to Canada, Canada Dry, dry Bowl aliens <laughs> show up. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what's on track in 2021. 2020 global pandemic 2021 aliens 2022 aliens killed because of their own global pandemic because they drank too much canada dry bowl that's my predictions i love that all of our predictions from our first episode did come true so you know yeah Yeah, we were accurate from Um, so then... There's the older brother. <laughs> Morgan. Yeah. Played by Rory Culkin. Yeah. Who used to be my favorite Culkin brother. It's Kieran now. But <laughs> Rory used to be because of Scream 4. Yeah. That's it. Um, Wait, I know I we just found out they're related. <laughs> huh? Oh, I said I just found out they're related. I remember yeah. watching the movie like, wow, this kid looks a lot like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yep, they're yeah. brothers. And they got wow. Kieran... Star of Succession the guy from uh, or Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, the roommate. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Oh. Yeah. So this is Rory, who's in Scream Four. Yeah, yeah. Rory's in Scream Four. That's okay. why I used to love okay. him. I got confused with how you. Okay. Yeah. So I was about to be confused about the Colkin lineage all over again. Oh. Just <laughs> no. <laughs> Not um, again. So Not there's again. nothing. There's nothing particular. Like, oh wait, yeah, there is. So Morgan has like severe asthma like yes he's got like a serious like lung problem and it's like throughout the whole movie you see like him using his inhaler when he gets worked up and all that jazz he's, and also, he's also just like deadpan he's also smarter than he should be yeah and he's just like, yeah he reads a lot no emotions very very smart like yeah. uh very emotionally intelligent <laughs> yeah just a all-around good kid is and that a trope? Yes. Creepy, smart boys. Yes. No, no, no. Specifically for M. Night Shyamalan. Because The Sixth Sense has a kid. A smart kid. I mean... <sighs> Avatar, The Last Airbender. That does not count. Oh my yeah. <laughs> Is the kid in Unbreakable smart? No. I mean... <laughs> no, he's a dumbass. Unless you count Samuel L. Jackson's character. No. <laughs> It has to be a kid. Well, because I was also thinking of The Ring. There's also a smart, yeah. creepy young kid. Anyway, it's... Big trope. Yeah. Yeah, it's All in... The, oh. Uncanny shit. Yeah. It's in this one and The, the Sixth, Sixth Sense. Sense. And I think it works better in The Sixth Sense because, like, he has to deal with ghosts. Yeah. Um. So it makes sense for him to just be, like, too, like, empty. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then there's the older brother. Merle. <laughs> Merle. Uh, they have the most country-ass names. Merle. 
it's uh, it's Joaquin Mel Gibson's Fe- younger brother. Yeah, Joaquin by, Phoenix. Yeah, and his backstory is he was he was a minor league baseball player who had like a bunch of records. He's really good, but he also like tended to swing at anything which also gave him the record of having the most like strikeouts which makes you also not great and worth it to have on the team so he kind of failed out of it and then he ended up moving back home instead of pursuing any other career to help his brother after after the wife wife died died. and now he's thinking about joining the army and you learn about this because because fucking michael showalter shows up dressed like a (laughs) punk and (laughs) talks about it I literally, the, it started and I looked over because Harish and I had been watching Search Party and I kind of perked up and I looked at Harish oh. and I was like, is that, Michael is that Sh- Michael Showalter? Yeah. And sure as Wait. fuck it is. Who's Michael Showalter in Search Party? Well, he's the executive he's producer the of it, but he's also Drew's boss. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also like in Wet Hot American Summer, he's like the tall, skinny guy, yeah. like the main what? character. That's Michael Showalter. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a big executive producer, director, behind the scenes guy. Like he fam- he directed something else that's huge. It was pretty big, like comedy wise. Yeah. But yeah, oh, he's my huge. God. But anyways, he's like the. He just punk. randomly shows up to talk shit about Joaquin yeah, Phoenix's like, character. That's all he does is talk shit. And that's shit. not even the weirdest part of the scene because Molly, it's the, it's the part that you sent us. We learned this because... Oh, oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh yeah, he directed oh The god. Big Sick. Michael Showalter directed The Big Sick. Anyways, oh, continue. Huh. Wow. Oh. I... Okay. Lionel, Lionel Pritchard, right? Yeah, Lionel, that's his name. <laughs> Lionel Pritchard and the, and the Wolfington Brothers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the names in this are just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, good work, M. Night Shyamalan. The man with maybe one of the most unique names of all time is like so good at coming up with names for characters. Wait, yeah. he just. Oh, sorry, you can keep going. I was going to change I'm, it. I don't, I don't have okay. any. Well, I was going to say, I didn't get to watch the video that you sent in the group because I was at work. What, what was the clip that you sent? I'll play it out loud for everyone to hear. <laughs> um, uh, just so everyone knows i'm well within my legal right to do this um <laughs> under copyright law and you can play fair use. you can play a clip in a podcast yeah, yeah. you're allowed to do that because it's criticism and boy do we have it he said why aren't you in the pros making stacks of cash and getting your toes licked by beautiful women yeah <laughs> And okay, that, I will. That's very off-putting to so hear. So the context of that scene is uh, Merle. 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 He, Merle. he decide he goes. They go into town, and he goes to the military place to like enlist. Get, yeah, or to get information. Get information, and the dude like asks him his backstory, and he talks about. Well, because he. Oh no, he, he, really, recognizes he recognizes him because he was there when he hit some like big yeah, wall, record. Like, record. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he says that's that. His question. Is why aren't you getting your toes licked? And then before he can really answer, Michael Showalter from off screen says, Well <laughs> He also oh has one more record. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh. probably the best scene in the movie, but whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and then the only other major character is the doctor or the veterinarian. M Knight played by M Knight himself. Yeah. yeah. What is his name in this? And that's the point Ray. where I text Ray. 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 What? 
Ray is M. Night's... Ray Reddy. Which, side note, so you remember in the beginning of the movie, I don't know if we have to get to that part yet. No, go, go ahead. ahead, yeah. Um, Their dog, Houdini, um, I think Morgan was like, oh, he's sick. Ray. And then um, his dad was like, hey, yeah, let's, uh, I'll call Dr. Something and, uh, and figure out what to do. Right. And, you know, the kid was basically like, but, you know, he doesn't treat animals. And then his dad was like, well, he don't know what to do. I'm guessing that Ray Reddy was, like, the town's only veterinarian. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, invite the one person that, like, killed his wife yeah. <laughs> into his home to treat his dog. Right, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, I don't know if that, that was done on purpose. That, oh, definitely. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah that, that makes sense. Yeah. It's one of the little sprinkles. Right. To let you know what's going on. Right, because he doesn't yeah they just they also just have that like weird relationship um because like uh when he eventually goes to the dude's house he was like yeah i've had your phone number yeah. next to my phone for like 10 years or whatever no, six, six months, months whatever <laughs> <laughs> it's only been, it's only been six months yeah since it's his been wife six died? months oh yeah. wow so he's still allowed to be moody about ray <laughs> honestly i yeah. feel like they came to terms with each other earlier than like yeah. i would expect but that only because like there happened to be an alien in ray's pantry but right. like, whatever. so what happens in the movie is they're aliens right <laughs> so it starts out with um them the finding signs. the crop circle in their fields their cornfields and it's expertly done. It is. Everything's broken at exactly the same height. All the stocks are laying even. Yeah. What machine could have done this? <laughs> right. And it's aliens. Um, but and they it's pointing directly to their house. I don't yep. know if you guys noticed. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. The stocks are pointing to their house. No, the, not the, stocks, the, the symbol. Like the, the, the symbol. Circle, like yeah. The arrow, basically. Oh, of. I didn't notice that. Right. That's fun. And they and also um, when the cop comes down, she's like, "All the animals in town are acting weird. Uh, they've gotten like a bunch of calls." Like, she also mentions Doctor Reddy. Yeah, and like apparently, like because right before that, their dog like peed in the kitchen, and like we watched Mel Gibson clean it up, which I thought was an odd choice. But um, like she the the sheriff mentions like all the animals are like peeing themselves, and he this is like his first perk of like wait something's yeah. not right besides the crop yeah. circle in my field but <laughs> right um and then i think they like turn on the tv and it's already happening all over india specifically in india, there's a lot yeah. of yeah crop in bangalore in, yeah well first graham's like wait i don't hear my children and yeah. it's like you're in the middle of your field like <laughs> do you ever hear your children like a quarter mile into your cornfield but yeah okay. And then they find out that um oh the dog um, yeah. Morgan killed the dog because it was right. hostile towards Bo. Yeah, that's sad. so sad. Like that I, upset me. Animal deaths. I just feel like they don't need to happen. But right, I understand it's an artistic choice. I guess I was. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to agree, but I I respect it. <laughs> no, yeah, that part makes me really really sad. Because yeah. I'm always, I'm concerned because there's that other dog, Isabel or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, she's alone now. She yeah. doesn't have her buddy. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure she also just watched that whole scene. <laughs> like, yeah. Watched him just kill their dog. Does like, it, oh, 
doesn't the other one also die later? Oh yeah, doesn't he go out into they the left, field? They left or, her. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. They, yeah, that bothered me. In the climax, they go through all this shit. They prepare all that food. They're about to sit down and all that stuff. And then like right when shit hits the fan, they're like, oh yeah, we forgot the dog is outside. Like right. who forgets their dog? <laughs> That has got to be a country thing because some dogs out there are like outdoor dogs. Oh, I know, but like, I mean, we would yeah, have still brought our dog inside because I had outside dogs when I was growing up and we would have still brought them inside if there was an alien invasion. Yeah. Oh, okay. I guess for context, yes. That is a little. <laughs> <laughs> that makes less sense. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in the stress yeah. of it all. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I've never been know. through it. I don't know. Yeah. Also, side note, sorry if you can hear my cat in the background. He's really needy. I have him. Oh, oh can, we get that, can we get that visual? He's welcome anywhere yes. near. No, he's re- actually really, really loud. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, I think it would actually be disruptive. So <laughs> disruptive? I don't, I've never heard the word. <laughs> actually, the phrase is, I don't know the meaning of the word. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god. <laughs> I have had two big realizations this weekend. One of them was that I've been in therapy for six years. Oh, and then wow. the other one was that I've been disruptive since I was a child. <laughs> and I just now realized it, and I still can't help not do it. What? <laughs> All of that. I'm sorry. Harisha's lost. <laughs> Anyways, the movie. <laughs> Yeah, so the first night they don't think they don't know it's aliens. They think it's these Lionel Pritchard and the the, the boys, Wolf, Wolf, Wolfington. Wolfington brothers. Um, and at at night they like stay up to watch for them, and they see some intruders and chase well, after them. There's um, isn't it like uh, Graham is like tucking Bo into bed or whatever yeah. and he looks up out the window and there's a fucking alien standing by his chimney. Yeah. Yeah, like, just on his roof. Yeah. Just chilling. And so actually. he he sees <laughs> it. <laughs> he sees it and he's like, oh, it's the Wolfington brothers or whatever. Right. And inst- he assumes that because like apparently they've like played pranks before. Um, if I saw that, I'd be like, I'm not leaving this house. We are yeah. on lockdown. That was not a human. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that one, Chief. I just feel like <laughs> I, that was risky on his end. But honestly, you want to do it? Leave your house, man. Go for it. <laughs> so him and Meryl are fed up with the game. So they decide they're going to go act crazy to yeah. scare them away. You got to act crazier. And so... They go and run around the house and they can't find the guy. And then they see something leap onto the roof right. and they're like, what the fuck? And then it like jumps over them and runs into their cornfield. And like, it's so fast. Like they can't, they, they can't even like, it's breaking their brains like about how like fast and quickly this thing moved. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have like a little funny argument <laughs> about whether it was men or women with yeah. the police officer the next day. <laughs> he's like okay i get you you're trying to make a point 
because right. like the police officer keeps like they'll be like oh he lifted this and then she'd be like oh the scandinavian woman in the olympics did that and yeah. they're like all right we get that you're trying to make a point but we <laughs> right. don't understand why you're doing it right. <laughs> and she just basically says that there was like a woman in like the town over it that like made a scene and they don't want to rule out the possibility that it could be her which it right. i get but also like i, t- I also am like why is she pushing so hard for this rain she's like any woman could be a criminal (laughs) (laughs) but um um and that's when they turn on the tv and find out that the crop circles are also happening in india all over the world and that uh lights are now being are being seen at night or something like that yeah um there's uh damn it i had something Oh, the baby monitor thing. Like oh, the, yeah. Because um, oh, yeah. uh, Morgan likes the walkie-talkie. Right. Um, the the cop tells him that he can use uh, her old, Bo's old baby monitor as a walkie-talkie, but it'll only work one way. Um, Which so, is not how a walkie-talkie works. Right. <laughs> a side note, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you can you can send texts, but you can't get them. <laughs> it's like you can listen to someone's conversation. That's it. Right. <laughs> so they go to town, and he brings the walkie-talkie with him. Or not the walkie-talkie, the baby monitor with him. And then um, in town is when we have the scene with the, uh, with the military guy. And the military guy thinks that it's like a recon the crop circles are like a recon mission for the aliens like probing yeah he says it's like probing they're sending out like a smaller team first to like figure out the area and then mark targets or something um so and then we learn meryl's backstory uh the the kids get a book about ufos uh from the bookstore and the um the dad just goes to get i don't know it's not important it's like uh uh morgan's asthma medicine, asthma medicine yeah and gets just like his ear talked off by some rando teen that never makes another appearance right she just has to confess because he used to be a reverend um and she's worried that it's the end of the world <laughs> um and then they like notice dr reddy as they're like sitting at the restaurant and then there's this really tense scene where it's just them looking at him and like freaking out that he's there. Yeah. It was just like a really weird dramatic scene for me. There are so many of those scenes where I'm like, I don't know why this is happening. Yeah. I don't know why this is happening now. Like, and, and, and more towards the end, I feel like a lot of that comes up in a major way but like i I don't know right this this has the same problem for me that uh unbreakable does where it's like it's just very serious and dramatic but it also is like like it doesn't like pull me in enough to actually care about it if that makes sense like with the sixth sense wrong like the parent the mom and child relationship is like like well written enough that i'm like drawn in so when the dramatic moments happen it doesn't i'm not like just like staring at it being like okay this is a bit weird (laughs) you know but like for me like 
you know the wife's dead and then when they make eye contact you're like that's the guy yeah. <laughs> you know like it's like a very big moment like leonardo DiCaprio like pointing at the screen like mm, that's the guy yeah <laughs> like you know even though you don't know what happened you're like Argh. but and for some reason i also kind of assumed that it was car related mm-hmm. i thought he was like drunk driving which isn't the case but um it didn't help that once he did make contact like eye contact with those those four hess family members he just sped away i'm mm-hmm. like no you're not really uh yeah. making a good impression behind the wheel really? <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry but like if mel gibson looked at me like like that i would probably also speed away <laughs> <laughs> well, like, point, honestly. um uh there's also like a, f- a little joke at the end of that scene. It's all dramatic. And then at the end, Bo's like, who is that? <laughs> yeah, but you know, how do you tell this four-year-old like, oh yeah, he, he killed your mom like six months ago. Right. Like, oh, shit. Okay, I'll get back to eating my cheese pizza. So on their way back, they they get like some sort of like interference on the baby monitor. And then we get another dramatic scene of them like moving around the baby monitor um, to try to find more. Oh, they signal. they crawl on top of the car. It's yeah. so cute. I love that part when they're it like. It is cute when like, the, kid the tries uncle's to go like up. holding Morgan up, and then Bo wants to crawl up, so she starts to, and Graham doesn't want to, but he like crawls up just so he can like keep her because they they know like the kids aren't gonna stop. And this is also when Meryl gets like really into it. Like yeah. he had been skeptic of at first, but like he's as soon as this starts it. going he's like, on, he's like, wait, for nerds. yeah, but he's like into it. And then like after they pick up the signal, Meryl starts like obsessively watching the TV to get yeah. more information. Yeah. Yeah. How much of a believer he was just out, out of the blue. Yeah. Right. And it was like really like it was good in this scene too where like the dad and the um meryl are skeptical at first and then they like are he's like uh um just give me the baby monitor we're leaving and then like meryl goes to hand it over and it's like gets the signal halfway through Mm -hmm. and is like he pauses right there yeah and he's like don't move (laughs) i i thought like i thought that scene was like good (laughs) It's just, like, a very familiar, like, family dynamic. Like, it's good. Yeah. After this, it's mostly, like, it's happening around the world. So, like, a lot of the, like, alien stuff is mostly on the TV, like, on the news. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, I think it was in, somewhere in South America, there was, like, they saw the lights above the city, mm-hmm. and then they disappeared, and then... um a camera caught that a bird was flying and slammed into one and fell and died they didn't show it but they described it which i was mad i wish they would have showed it i think it would have been a little too funny yeah so like it proves that the aliens are still there but they have like some sort of like cloaking technology that they do which i'm like then why do the lights at night (laughs) yeah these aliens i'll get into this later dramatic as fuck they they know how to like create a like a, a messy situation and we'll get into it later the first time we see like a, a part of the alien's body is at one point there's like i forget exactly what when it is but it's a, when one night Graham's in the field yeah oh my god he's, he's in the field running or is the dog acting weird i think the dog's like barking 
at the cornfield and then he goes like to check it out and then he's like running through the cornfield and then like he falls or something and mm-hmm. there's a little alien leg uh yeah that you see in the cornfield that quickly goes away that that was like really good i i, I like I love that. that scene i like most of the alien reveals in this i like and most of them mm. but we'll get into each of them but then one of the news reports that happens is there's like the first footage of one and it's like at a kid's birthday party oh this is huge yeah this is like the iconic scene it's yeah, like a, one I remember. a kid's birthday party and all the kids are freaking out screaming and like something's focused they're focused on the bushes but then like they all move to another window because it's moved and so the cameraman who's holding it is like trying to get through the kids to like get up in the window and this is like joaquin phoenix is like watching and he's getting so into it he starts screaming at the kids come the on t- kids Bominos. Bominos, children Bominos. also like it's brazil right wouldn't they be speaking portuguese, portuguese? Yes. <laughs> um is it brazil i don't know i, I think i thought I think it was brazil. yeah oh okay but but then you see like the iconic scene where like the alien walks by and like it's your first like sight of the alien and when i was a kid i remember fucking just being like ah like just yeah. being like i can't believe it oh my god <laughs> this is a full emotion oh watching that scene god. yeah um, just blinking by too looking extremely pissed actually like, yeah. <laughs> this is the birthday party what <laughs> He's, he gives the very, like, Bigfoot energy, like, the gate. I don't know. <laughs> what did you think about it, Molly, as your first time? Because I have opinions. I've seen this scene before. Okay. Um, I knew it was coming. I didn't know that it was also, like, happening kind of at the same time as the only other scene from this movie I also knew. And we right. can get into that later. Right. But, um, I don't know. I saw it again as an adult, and I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so um, why is he like i don't know like it, it, it definitely i like the setup that like this is footage um right. that somebody took on their like camera or phone and it like looks like that i yeah. thought that like that was really cool um yeah and then like the kind of i don't know yeah that's that's so for me like i i get what you're saying about like you being scared when you watch it as a kid and i i like the build up to the reveal um like molly said with like it's shot on a phone and like they're they're like this is graphic footage or whatever Mm -hmm. no Um, what you see may disturb you yeah yeah and then the whole like all the kids in front of the camera that was good but then the actual alien walks out and it's just like it's it's, an alien it's your like stereotypical like dancing alien in like an internet (laughs) video that's what it looks like to me and i was like oh that's what it is would you have rather like a squid well i would have it's just like it's aged poorly is Uh, what i think i think though 
Like, if I'm watching an alien movie, the more humanoid they are, like, typically the scarier I'm going to find them. It's fine if it's humanoid. I just don't think... I don't know if it was CG or if it was a suit or whatever. I think it's CG because the one at the end is definitely CG. Whatever design they went with did not work for me. It was like... It just does not hold up. His Their faces remind me of Red Skull from uh, Captain America. Like, it's very, like, that look, you know? So, I did... I, I like the design of the guy at the end, but, like, just the effects uh, itself oh, just like okay yeah looks too much like an internet meme <laughs> that's, that's they're, like, they're like just the bulging eyes away from it being yeah. like copied and pasted from a stock photo right. to be fair though this one is green because he was blending into mm-hmm. the like the uh leaves right they're not actually green they like change colors right they're they're like chameleon chameleons but so like this one looked very stereotypical because of its surroundings right i mean it's shaped like that it looks like every other cryptid photo you've ever seen on the internet or some guys like this is bigfoot i saw it right (laughs) or this is a canadian mountain creature i saw it mm-hmm. it looks like that and i think that's neat and for that reason the design is okay but <laughs> the scene didn't scare me but i will say it's like supernaturally tall yeah it is yeah. they are tall yeah you say supernatural Trick. molly <laughs> molly won't be okay now <laughs> i gotta go um i actually have another podcast booked for right now it's like we, oh yeah nine o'clock um that's kind of weird anyways <laughs> Um, Good luck with all this. We'll need it. <laughs> I think that's going to be my twenty-one twenty-one thing. I'm just going to say, "Oh, good luck with all this," and then leave. What are you looking up? Um, for me, it's not. It's not even the design of the alien because I do think like oh my they God. are scary, but like. I'm just thinking, like, just the the way the CG looks to me is just, like, if you just search alien dancing on Google and, like... It's that fucking video where he's, like, (laughs) he's a great dancer in it. What pops up is the, like, that, the CGI of that is the same as the CGI of the the (laughs) aliens in this to me. Whatever. (laughs) Like, you're right, but... (laughs) um you're not you're you're not wrong so like i appreciate the the like first initial reveal scene like i i get what it's trying to do and i like what it's doing like at least in the build-up but then once the alien walks out i'm like taken completely out whatever um but so while this scene is happening it's being intercut with another scene with graham who just before has gotten a call, a phone call that when he answers it, there's not really a response at the other side. And he just kind of knows that it's Ray. And so he's like, mm-hmm. I'll be back. I'm going to, I think Ray just called me. So he shows up at Ray's house thinking like, oh, it's time for us to talk. And he goes and knocks on the door. Um, there, he like goes inside. There's like, like it's all just like, there's been like fighting there and stuff like that. And so, he like gives up and goes outside and he's about to leave or whatever and oh no no he doesn't go inside yet he's just knocking on the door and then he's about to leave and he turns around and ray is sitting in his car in the driveway and he's like spaced out like scared Mm -hmm. and so he goes up he goes up to him yeah yeah and he's like uh what does ray say to him he's just like oh i'm glad like thanks for coming or like i'm glad you came or some shit he does like a dramatic speech about Oh, he's so fucking dramatic in this scene. And it's played by M. Night Shyamalan. And I think he does He, he does, does a good job. Well, yeah. 
um it's believable but um basically his speech is like like i've wanted to like uh fix this thing between us um for so long like he he says he's had the, his number by um his phone for six, six months, months and yeah. hasn't called it and so like he was in an emergency and like it was just the first number he had he dialed um and he says that he talks about the night that like um he like mel gibson's wife died and he talks about how like he was working late and literally he um only drifted off for like like a few seconds and it would have been 15 to 20 seconds i think right and like any other point in his trip if he if that had happened he wouldn't have hurt anyone and she like happened to be walking at the exact perfect moment and like he mentioned something about like maybe it was like supposed to happen yeah or something like that you guys know why that happened what you guys know why like it happened why um the um the guy fell asleep at that part specifically and why she was walking um right when he fell asleep tell us molly why it's not because the plot demanded it's the aliens Oh shit! Aliens. <laughs> the aliens were the architects of the their own aliens destruction. Demanded it. <laughs> oh my god! I love that phrase. The architects <laughs> of their own destruction. That's like true for everything in the world. Yeah. I, I, that's so dramatic. Oh my god! I can't wait. To, don't refer to me unless you're referring to me as the architect of my own destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Harish, that's fucking genius. Where, did you make that up? I don't know. It just came out. Oh my god. Harish, I'm... Harish you're the prophet. <laughs> <laughs> this is huge. This has never been huger. <laughs> oh my god. Um what were we talking about oh the okay so the reconciliation scene how do you guys feel about that i think it's nice yeah because like you can tell like mel gibson forgives him and like that's a big moment for him to just finally like hear you know ray like at least acknowledge it you know and i feel like sad for both of them yeah not to ruin this emotional moment but our good friend dylan Pryor just tweeted the funniest thing i've ever read it's um just slipped and fell on ice in front of the plug. Don't text. <laughs> in front in front of the what? The plug. In front of the plug. Oh. <laughs> Don't text. <laughs> it's icy out there. I like yeah. almost busted my ass leaving work today. Anyways. So my only one I have one very specific stupid critique about that scene. It's fine. <laughs> um the emotional moment is fine. Like uh it also is the first part first time we get the like um they hate water reference. oh yeah like i hear that they don't like water i'm gonna yeah, move he to said something wherever about that yeah so yeah. that's where um the doctor's going but so during the scene one of the things that like m night Shyamalan does as a director in this movie a lot is these like slow zooms where you'll it'll just be a person's face and they're like reacting to something and then he'll slowly zoom into their face and that like that's something that like steven spielberg does a lot um and it happens a lot in this movie to the point where i got annoyed by it by the end but in this scene with um the veterinarian specifically there's a shot where 
it's um it cuts from him talking m night Shyamalan talking and then it cuts to through his um passenger side window uh mel gibson and it does the slow zoom thing Mm -hmm. but at the same time mel gibson like is like he's reacting to like basically this dude confessing and stuff and he like his expression is like like i don't know what to say but he's also like moving his head like bobbing his head a little bit like like as if he's like looking around like doesn't know what what to say so when you combine the bobbing of the head with the the zoom it looks so stupid <laughs> in that one shot and that's why harish hates just, signs yeah it, it was so i don't know it, it like ruined the moment for me it looks like that tiktok trend where like everyone like zooms their face in real close and just starts bobbing their head to like whatever song is playing yeah um i also like that like ray does this like deep confession and then he's like by the way there's one in my pantry and then leaves yeah yeah (laughs) like he's just like all right bye that's just realism i mean yeah true that's what someone would do (laughs) it's fix someone else with the problem (laughs) (laughs) honestly i wasn't a big fan of that scene just because it felt a little ingenuine he was like Mm. Like yeah, I had your number, but I didn't call it. Right. You know, um, I I I fell asleep at the wheel for a couple of seconds. Right. It, it was meant to be. You know, I don't like I don't like the whole like yeah, I know that your wife is dead, but it was meant to be thing. You know, right. Like, That's like, true. Listen, I'm genuinely sorry, and that I feel like that would have been enough at least. Yeah. And I don't know, Mel Gibson's character. I will say that he could be way more upset. I think his whole response to that was all right. <laughs> right, it's, yeah. It's the preacher bit. in him. It's the he. It's forgiveness. Yeah. The power of forgiveness. Yeah, but you know, I thought the whole premise was of the whole thing was like that he just kind of given up his faith, kind of yeah. given up that yeah. whole mentality, and maybe not the mentality, but I don't know. I it didn't really like fully land for me because I just felt like he could have approached that in a way better way. Yeah. Right. I think. But either way. It was all right. <laughs> I think a problem with this movie is that a lot of things just like work out themselves and like don't really require a lot of just any <laughs> I will say effort. the we'll get to it. The climax of it just really uh it just ends, you yeah. know, like it's just all right. <laughs> or so, like not the climax but like the big turn and reveal. It's just like okay. <laughs> yeah. So like that is something that happens here where yeah. it's like a big dramatic tension that he's just like yeah i'm over it bye (laughs) so then ray drives away and like of course after being told there's an alien in someone's pantry you're gonna be like all right i'm gonna go look at it Mm -hmm. um so graham goes into ray's house and like sees all the ruckus and then he looks at the pantry he sees a shadow move so he knows something's in it but he's like obviously like don't want to open the fucking door for an alien so he gets a sharp oh. knife like it's like a, a really shiny a really knife. shiny like fucking buffed Polished. out like mirror reflection knife like a chef's knife and he puts it on the floor and puts it i would have this is genius puts it under the door and uses it to like look for the reflection and he like angles it around trying to see the alien and he doesn't see anything so he he gives up and he starts to walk away and then he's like no, I'm gonna. I gotta. I gotta see this thing. So mm-hmm. he grabs the knife and he gets down, and he gets down to like 
try to peep under and then when he does that an alien's hand comes out and like yeah. claws the ground yeah and then he freaks out and chops off two of its fingers right. and then like panics and runs so this scene stressed me out oh my god that was so intense yeah when i thought about this scene like my recollection like was i pictured the hand just fucking like jumping out like i thought it was like like real quick you know like it, there wasn't a hand and then there was really suddenly like i remembered it being very intense and fast and whenever it showed it the hand was already out and then it just kind of was like like it just kind of like, <laughs> like a little scratch it just a little scratch and like plopped over because like it was clearly a prop that someone was just like moving <laughs> Oh my god! But it was so slow compared to how I remembered it. Like there was no, yeah. no urgency. It's know? also like colored the same as the door, so yeah. like it's another example of the cloaking tech <laughs> that oh. these aliens have. But just like it's like nails just kind of drag on the floor, and it's like uh, like just lazily flopping around. Yeah. Um. So after this, uh, so what did you think of that? Oh scene? yeah. Um. I. I kind of, I was like really taken into it, I guess. Um, Cause when he came back the second time, I was like, oh, he's got to see some shit. I already know. Um, and in my mind, I was like, man, I, I think I would just take my phone camera, put it on like front view and record it and then like slide it underneath and then slide it back. But then I realized it was released in like 2002. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so not really the most relatable thing, but um I think my favorite part, and I don't think we touched on it, was um, when he pretends to be the police officer. <laughs> yeah. He's just a regular person. He's like, oh, yeah, we, we got your guys out at the station. Um, I'm going to put you in the paddy wagon. And I was like, come on, bro. If you can <laughs> like, like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you the same deal. We gave I the others. Admit, it, it got me. Like the, little, the jump of the, the hand coming out. You know, me at like one o'clock in the morning with my popcorn. Like I spilled a couple pieces. I'm not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that scene. When, when before it started, I was like, "This is a big moment," but it was just slower than I remembered. But continue. Yeah, but what I will say is that if you like all the other alien appearances or alien limb appearances um, <laughs> from here on out, they belong to the same alien. Yeah. Yo, yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. You know, it's like. Right. You, you cut off my fingers. Here's some revenge. Yeah, right. this alien gets revenge. Cool. What, Molly? Just move on, bro. Fucking <laughs> alien. I'm telling you, he's a petty, dramatic bitch. Um, yeah. <laughs> Clearly. There's a scene later that I'll say, like, this is proof. Um, but <laughs> I have it. I know. Um, Would you say that to his face? Yes. <laughs> because... I have news. We have a second guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the alien <laughs> from Friends is here. <laughs> Just a bunch of clicking from now on. <laughs> um, M. Night Shemalians. I what? I I had a thing, and now I don't fucking remember what I was gonna say. Oh, whatever. Call we'll him move a petty on. bitch. I did call him a petty bitch, but we'll get into that later. Oh, but I was going to say, this is all intercut. Like, the, the, the beats of this scene are intercut with the buildup of Joaquin Phoenix, like, watching the news report and right. finding out more information and details. And then 
the climax of whenever he sees the alien and he like freaks out and he's like oh oh my god then it's like it cuts over and mel gibson's discovering like the the alien and the hand like those happen very quickly side by side because like the the build-ups are happening and then like the big jumpy moments are happening like right next to each other right so that's like one big scene like how they're they it's a really good kind of moment of tension mm-hmm. i think having those scenes close together um that was one of the strongest kind of moments of the film for me mm-hmm. right i have to say um yeah yeah i was stressed yeah because I, I was like hey i love that scene where like I, the only scene i knew was the one where he's like walking and i was like wait no i know the scene with the knife but like that's not till the end and then it was like right after and i was like ah <laughs> so like this is the moment where everybody now knows like we're we've confirmed, confirmed a- everyone aliens. knows aliens exist and you better f- there it's not a good thing like yeah. you need to go hide and so mel gibson hurries home and then he gets in and he's like we need to board up the house it's, right now well it's funny he gets home and all three of them are wearing <laughs> uh tinfoil hats that were introduced earlier because the kids have been reading that book and yeah. so now you see that meryl has like fallen Joined into them, like yeah. believing it because he's also scared and so he he initially wants them to go to like a lake mm-hmm. um and like leave the house but the kids don't want to leave and meryl doesn't want to leave the house so yeah. they decide to board up the house uh, and he says they're like what do you what makes you think the boards are going to work and he's like well they seem to have trouble with pantry doors <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that was a good line yeah and then I, okay, go ahead sorry. no go ahead well i think it's at either this point or like right after that they see on the news like yeah um if you have a crop circle um and you're within like one mile of it you're basically going to see an alien in the next like 24 hours right. yeah and i think i think that like oh shit moment like really sunk into them but I guess my question is like, why? Why would you just board up your windows and doors? Like they're gonna knock on your door, like, oh shit, can't get in. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Well, they get into that. They're like, the aliens are determined. What I want to know is why the area, like, why? Why they pick like that farmhouse? Like, why do yeah. they? Why do they need to go there? You know, yeah. like all those cities that they're going to. Like, why are they going to these specific? Because they, I think they said like, oh, they're strategic. But like, right. what makes this farmhouse like a strategic place to invade? it doesn't really make sense and there's also like a weird like coincidental like the book that they're reading also has pictures of like aliens attacking and it looks exactly Exactly like like their house house. yeah and also the book the book like really actually knew aliens i don't know yeah the book predicted a lot of the aliens the the scene where he's reading the book by the way is also really funny because mel gibson obviously like doesn't believe anything being said and the kid's like dad you're being really disrespectful right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) and he like calls him out the anti-semitic one yes yes that scene is also funny because mel gibson can't fucking read and he was acting like he could <laughs> Wait, he was acting well yeah you know what yeah mel gibson can't read that's a true <laughs> fact like, that's crazy because there's actually another guest in this podcast no no oh no not mel gibson <laughs> no oh i'm scared Uh-oh. Wait, who do i get mel gibson confused do you know huh who do i get mel gibson confused with do you know no i can't remember i mean mel gibson is anti-semitic no, I know he is, but who am I thinking of? Oh, this is like news. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks, who I think is Jewish, and I yeah, Mel Brooks is Jewish. Yeah. Oh, 
I get so the, I wanted to make sure when I got I, the right guy. When I try to remember Mel Brooks's name, I I'm always like Mel Gibson. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mel yeah. Gibson sucks. But anyways. Mel Gibson. Oh wow! I wish I knew this beforehand. I did not do my research. I, uh, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It's a big deal. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a big so deal, but beat his ass. <laughs> Thanks for bringing him, son. <laughs> I'm like, shit. <laughs> but anyway, oh no. <laughs> yeah, he can't fucking read. Right. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry. Canada Dry Bold, if you're still listening, um. My opinion on Rogan's literacy does not reflect the opinions of your company. <laughs> but the high she got from drinking Canada Dry Bowl definitely had something to do with that moment. <laughs> hey! Hey! Non-actionable. <laughs> um, so... So, okay, so they board up their house and everyone's tense and the dad's like, let's take our minds off of it. What do you want for dinner? What's your dream dinner? I hate this. This, this scene makes me depressed. Um, yeah. And the one kid's like, I want like... French toast French with toast. mashed potatoes. Disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And then... I don't know. They want their preferences uh, and they make their The little exact girl meal. wants some sort of like spaghetti thing. Yeah, yeah. Meryl wants chicken teriyaki, which I was like, bold choice, Meryl. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Graham wants a cheeseburger with extra bacon. And he makes it or like he gets really excited thinking about extra bacon. They make all the food because they happen to have everything they need, which I guess a good a good farmhouse kitchen should probably have all those ingredients in it. For chicken teriyaki? Well, you'd have chicken teriyaki. You need rice, chicken, brown sugar and soy sauce. And then that from there, it's just some riffing. Like, that's yeah. really all you need. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know if soy sauce would be in their house, but <laughs> <laughs> if it's Meryl's favorite I mean, meal, yeah, if he likes chicken teriyaki, they probably have it. <laughs> but um, so they make all that and they sit down and like they each have like their big plates of like their their best food, and then like they're all too sad to eat. Yeah. And Mel Gibson's like he kind of he gets mad. He's like, we made all this. Like I'm gonna enjoy it. And he like he's like, if you're not gonna enjoy it, I'm gonna try each of yours too. And he like starts to like eat it and like he starts eating because he's trying to like get them to like appreciate what they've done so they can like enjoy it and then he starts fucking crying yeah. and it's so fucking sad because like the kids start crying and then they all hug because they're really scared and then yeah. like he grabs Meryl and brings them in and I'm just like I want to cry right now like I can't imagine how like terrifying they must like that, that that's a terrifying feeling i gotta assume yeah. you know like yeah like this is my last meal right yeah here with my with my bros or my family I and guess. you can't even enjoy it right Bad. yeah i hated that scene <laughs> <laughs> tell us why I, didn't, I didn't care yeah you didn't care yeah i care like it, i it felt so like... bad for them it was kind of flat for me. What? It's just like they all have the exact same energy in that scene, and there's yeah, because they're about just, to die. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like I don't know. It it just didn't work for me. Whatever. I hate whenever we disagree. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Sid? You can say like, you I hate it. 
I won't say that I felt sad, but I definitely just sat there. I was like, wow, this is kind of depressing. Yeah. yeah. That was it. That was like the extent of my emotion for it. Because I was like, okay, well, the movie's still got to go on. You know, whether y'all <laughs> eat this French toast or not, right. the aliens love to be at your door in like five minutes. So do what you do, I guess. Like, why did they have to do that right then, you know? Because like, they were trying to enjoy their final moments together. Yeah. No, but what yeah. pisses me off, though, is they did that with the fucking dog outside. Yeah, they, they did. They the dog before Yeah, that's fucked already. up. And they got murdered. Oh, yeah. That's sad. <laughs> like, honestly, if it were me, I'd spend my last moments doing something more worthwhile. Like what? Like, like, yeah, give me an example. <laughs> okay let's let's break this down Um, i would be reading the encyclopedia to gain knowledge um i'd be drinking a lot of water i no um (laughs) i would probably maybe in my last dying moments learn to read a little bit i would watch a movie i would watch the sincerity of scary music video a couple times it's 2002 i would listen to a song I would learn how to make a cocktail. I would I would go on the internet and Google something interesting. I what would... internet? <laughs> Wait, no. The, the internet existed. Yeah, but not in a farmhouse. It's 2000. Yeah, I, I didn't have internet regularly in my household until I was like 11. Like... Can't relate. I would go on the internet... So, like, the internet didn't exist. I was six. Um, was Club Penguin... Hold on, hold on. I think complete change of pace for me. I'd be getting some fucking weapons, man. I think <laughs> yeah. one of the things that frustrated me was that they did all that and didn't secure a single weapon. Yeah, you're right. You they didn't tell me, like, you're going to board up... You're going to put holes in all these walls in your houses? <laughs> like, you're not going to get a hammer or a knife. You're very successful with a knife, you know, one for one with that. So, like, nothing? I don't yeah. know. That, that's, this is a follow. <laughs> you're right. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're right. They should have had weapons. <laughs> so, n- next we get their whole, like, fight with the aliens right well the aliens are trying to get in and they can't yeah. and so they basically like bury them like their aliens are breaking stuff down so they go they they were already ready to like go down to the basement for like final protection yeah so they like barricade themselves into the basement and the aliens can't get in and it's like um <laughs> they're looking for something to wedge under the door and <laughs> Just as like an extra little prop to keep the door shut. And Meryl grabs an an axe axe and he's like, I got it. And he turns around and he smacks the light bulb and knocks the lights out, which I just think is like, like what a, what a move by Meryl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they shove that and then like they're in the dark for a minute, but then they find the flashlights and they have the next bit. Um, but the aliens are still trying to get in and they realize that the banging on the door is a distraction. There's actually probably another way in. And, they, and somehow the aliens know about the fact that the farmhouse used to be a coal, sh- have a coal chute in it. Yeah, How the know. fuck they knew that? I have no idea. Well, they were scoping it out for a while. I mean, I, yeah, I you're right. they weren't just on the roof hanging out. You know? They're yeah. looking for ways in. They probably also had like x-ray vision on their ships or something. Some way to figure it out. <laughs> but here, this is the scene. This is proof that the aliens are messy. Um, because 
um they spend this whole time they're feeling for the air and it's dark you know the kids are in it like spread out and meryl and graham go on like opposite directions around they're trying to find it and then they're like oh i feel the breeze from the shoot like we're getting closer we're getting closer and then they meet and they realize and they like turn and they point the flashlight and morgan's standing in front of the coal shoot and it's like there's a minute of just stillness yeah and then on like the side of morgan an alien hand that's just been sitting there blended moves and grabs him. Right. And this is proof that the alien is messy because the alien waited until he like he <laughs> camouflaged himself and fucking froze. And he was like, <laughs> I'll grab this kid as soon as they look at as him. Because yeah. <laughs> I need them to know <laughs> that I'm here and this is going to be scary as fuck. <laughs> like, why did the alien wait like that you know yeah and so he grabs morgan and then like the lights go out there's like a panic and like th- the light flashlight turns back on and meryl is like loading um like a, has piled dog food in front of the chute to prevent anything from coming through right the the way they film it though is like the flashlight turns off and then it turns on again and the camera's on the flashlight yeah and we hear the stuff like fight happening off screen and then like someone kicks the flashlight and it rolls over and we follow the flashlight again so we're just like not seeing anything happening yeah. we're just hearing it in the background um but looking at this just flashlight yeah which is a choice <laughs> i like it it's fun <laughs> i get to show them but i hated it yeah yeah <laughs> because think about it you spent so much of the movie building up to like one like two moments this one and the one afterwards yep and we don't get anything visually I was right. like, come on. I feel like that's kind of a cop out. But Yeah, I agree. But, I, but imagine whatever. if they had shown them fighting the alien back or whatever. Right. Like imagine how dumb that would have looked. It would have looked no, stupid. I disagree. I think they should have leaned into how stupid it would have looked <laughs> and it would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is is this not a comedy? It should have been. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I was not a fan of the just staring at the flashlights. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then what happens next? Oh, is Morgan has an asthma attack. Asthma attack, and they realize not only did they forget the dog, they also forgot the medicine. Yeah. Uh, fucking fools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's this dramatic ass scene where... um. Graham's sitting on the floor holding Morgan and he's Morgan's like can't breathe and like Graham is being like you know breathe with me like listen to my breath like try to sync up with me like we'll make it through this we're gonna push through this you're gonna be okay and he has this moment where he like curses God and he's like (laughs) not again you and the way he delivers it it's like in between talking to Morgan and it sounds like he's being like fuck you Morgan you know he's like I hate you breathe with me (laughs) um so like it's so dramatic but um so there's just it takes I will my one of my criticisms is this fucking goes on forever and like i get it because like it's an asthma attack and that's scary and they do feel like forever but jesus christ i got tired of watching it this also is another one where it shows people's reaction like the camera for the last bit is um entirely on joaquin phoenix and abigail breslin um and it's we're just like watching them like 
cry as this kid is like dying i was watching abigail breslin the whole time because she was just doing the same like i mean she's like four years old so she can only do so much acting but you can tell she's trying to like force herself to like come on muster up a tear god come on get a tear out she's trying so hard and she looks scared yeah but she looks like she's more scared because she's not able to cry on camera and she's like trying really hard yeah but yeah we were watching them for a really long time Okay. So then they go to sleep to to save battery. Yeah. And we for get another sleep. hours. Yeah. Tw- yeah, they sleep for 12 goddamn hours. Yeah. Another thing I would not have done <laughs> if there was an alien attack. Yeah, I'm like, have y'all have you ever slept with a clenched asshole? Cuz I feel like that's the response that a yes. normal human would have. Right. Two nights ago, when I got food poisoning from Shake <laughs> <laughs> what a delight (laughs) that's exactly how it feels when you're in your basement and aliens are trying to get in jesus oh my god but yeah so they they sleep for 12 fucking hours and then graham graham dreams about his wife and this is the moment where we don't we see like we've seen like build up of him like driving of the sheriff like and then like this one the sheriff is like telling him exactly what happened yeah and then like she basically says like oh it's she's pinned and she's holding on she doesn't feel much but like we wanted you to come and be with her in her last moments and then like he's like walking over and then right when he gets to the car it cuts which i'm like ah stop edging me like i just want to see who the wife is um (laughs) but so then he wakes up and meryl has like found other replacement light bulbs and they have light now yeah but then they also are like it sounds like they're gone right. and they find the radio and they hear a report that the aliens are now retreating they're retreating and for some places have found ways to fight off yeah. the aliens but we don't have the details on that right. yet like they're reporting that they found the aliens off they fight the aliens off but they haven't been like water everyone throw water at right. the alien it's so stupid yeah like why are they being so mysterious about it but anyway, so they they get the confidence to like go upstairs and and also well yeah they they go upstairs they're like back in their house it's fine right so far uh, and but they had like the TV hidden in the um in the closet or whatever yeah because they were trying to prevent themselves from watching TV oh yeah sorry something really important that happened um while they're in the basement mel gibson is like telling every like to calm the kids down he tells abigail breslin about how she was like the cutest baby and the like the mom had done said this in the delivery room and the nurses were like obsessed with her and whatever and then he tells morgan how um the mom uh he had like he had been born and his lungs weren't working or something like that and like Mm. the mom had done this one thing and said this about him or whatever and then he tells meryl that like when she was dying or i don't remember exactly when this happens but he tells meryl that when she was dying she had told him to see and that she said to to say to meryl to swing away like this has been talked about before yeah um well first i wanted to mention that the stories he says about his kids are according to imdb trivia those are actual stories about m night Shyamalan's kids oh wow really yeah 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 that's that's really sweet yeah. He's got that's kids. Cute. 
weird, I think. <laughs> because one, when she, he was like, yeah, when you were born, your mom couldn't stop bleeding. Yeah. And I was like, where's the part where it fills him with hope? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> y'all are about to die, you know? Like, he just told his sister, like, she was like an angel. And he just told her brother that he couldn't see his mom for, like, the first, like, 15 minutes because she was bleeding out. Right. <laughs> yeah, but... I don't know. I get, I get that's, that's a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, and then, so the other scene that you were talking about was earlier on, like they're watching oh, um, yeah. TV, like when the aliens are first revealed and um, the kids fall asleep and it's the two brothers are up at night and like uh, Joaquin Phoenix is asking like, uh, is this like, I don't know. They, they somehow get onto the topic of talking about like, is, is is everything just a random coincidence or, or is there like miracles? are there miracles is there faith uh or is like does a uh, fate exist mm-hmm. and that's a major theme of this movie is mel gibson um he describes two types of people um there's the people who see like anytime there's a coincidence they see signs of miracles um <gasps> and that's a reference signs. to the title yeah yeah um or uh there are people who just dismiss everything and then Meryl says that he sees the miracles and then yeah. and Graham's like, I don't because this is why. Because but, the wife died. And yeah. he talks about like, uh, so when she was dying, it was like meaningless words. When she was dying, her last words were see step, uh, swing away. Um, and it was just because like in her brain at the moment of her death, like she flashed to a memory of them at one of Meryl's baseball games. And she was just talking about that. And, uh, so, like that's how uh mel gibson interpreted it yeah so like i just wanted to clear like just to say that like we have heard swing away before yeah yeah (laughs) um so yeah so they they come out of the basement and they need to get morgan's medicine he's awake but he's really weak right he doesn't really like he's not particularly breathing well but and bo's watching the tv in the closet and she's like oh they found out that they can secrete some sort of poison um but like i guess a lot of people died but um do you want to see oh she says they're celebrating and then she does like a dance and she's like they're dancing (laughs) like this and it's so cute (laughs) right and she like they they bring the tv over and, and when so this is like my favorite shot is they they roll the TV into the room and we're watching the TV rolling in and as it rolls in the reflection in the TV reveals the shadow of the fucking alien standing there holding Morgan like who's like knocked out in his arms and I just think it's such a good reveal of like oh fuck yep there's the alien <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> And it's the same alien. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's how you know. Yeah, petty. Petty. Messy. Petty alien. Messy yeah. bitch. We get a shot of its hand and the two fingers are cut off. Yeah. So this is like, this is like, we're looking at this alien. Like it's dark and like shadowy, but there's enough like moments of like getting close to the alien. Like yeah. space to where we like are like, we get a good uh, feel of what it looks like and... It like 
It does like that rocking motion. You know, like whenever you're like waiting to start a video game and the character you've selected <laughs> oh is like pulsing it's back and down, forth. Yeah. The alien is like doing that. It's just like rocking back and forth. Like, well, what are you gonna fucking do? It pulls do? out like its its hand and it has a little spike um, in its palm that sprays the poison. Yeah. And so it like pulls that out uh, and gets ready and puts it in front of um, the kid's face. And like, again, messy bitch, it's like sitting there and it's like watching them. Who's going to do it? It's a long time. Who's yeah. going to go? What's like happening? Good, like, probably 90 seconds goes by. I feel like the alien's like, so what you going to do now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just waiting. Yeah. Like, they go on forever. And so then. I do want to. I don't understand what the whole shebang is. There's one alien at this farmhouse. Yeah. It's yeah. not like they couldn't take him. Right. I don't get it. That's, yeah. I mean, That's fair. I, I guess because, like, the alien, this alien's got, like, a problem with this family. <laughs> it's it's clearly being vengeful at this you know point. What? Huh? Every other alien was somewhere cool, like India <laughs> or Brazil. <laughs> and this it alien is, up. like, stuck out and, like, but fuck nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. And got his two fingers chopped off. His friends are traveling and having the fucking time of their lives. Well, he's on some like small town backwoods, like don't doesn't know where anything is. Like I'd be pissed as hell too. That's, so, I get it. That's a really good point. Cause they said um on the radio, or I think I don't know who was saying, I think it might have been Meryl, um, that they left behind some of their wounded. Yeah. So he's probably looking up like Y'all fucking left me, dog. Like, yeah. What right. am I gonna do? I guess I'll just torment these people that I've been tormenting for the longest time. I, I guess. So I don't really blame the alien, Loki. I'm like, if this is gonna be my last move, that make make it count. Yeah, make right. it count. If ever one of those situations, he's like, I thought we were having fun. In retrospect, it was not fun. <laughs> I did not think we were having fun as well. Um. So it goes on for fucking ever. And then Mel Gibson kind of has these, like, what'd you say? Don't worry. I just said he just want. I don't know. Don't listen to me. All right. I'm done. I clearly don't have a big enough grasp on this movie to talk about anything. It's okay. It'll and all come together. All, all the signs, and they'll, they'll come signs. together, and, signs. like, you'll figure it out. Um, yeah. The, the plot twist becomes apparent. I don't know. So we finally okay. get the end of the flashback. Yeah. In the middle of this fucking long ass standoff in the, all this tension builds, I will say, like, I get why he cut it here. It's the same reason why I get why in the sixth sense, um, the kid talking to his mom got yeah, cut before. Right. Like, I get the placement and the timeline. I understand. But it's so tense. And then it's like. All right, gonna cut to the wife, di- wife dying really quick. Right. Just real quick, let's squeeze this in. I didn't like that sequencing. You didn't or did? Did not. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like bothered by the timing of it, but I, I get why he picked it. I understand. Um, so then it flashes, and he's finally we finally get to watch him walk up to his wife. It's not even played by anybody famous, which was a letdown. <laughs> um, like you'd think they'd get a cameo. Jesus fucking Christ! Sam. I'm just mad. Like you could have. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so then she's like dying and it's really sad and she's like, tell Morgan that it's okay to be silly. Tell Bo that her brother is always going to protect her, um, which is true. Uh, and Morgan's definitely been silly. He wore the hat. Um, but <laughs> um, she's like, uh, tell Graham because she's kind of like delusional. She's yeah. like, to see. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. And then I still don't tell. quite oh to see the signs, I guess. Yeah. And then tell and tell Meryl to swing away. Like we see her deliver right. that and then she dies. And then it cuts to a flashback of the scene where they're watching TV and Mel Gibson saying there's people who either see the signs of miracles or think it's all bullshit or whatever. He doesn't say bullshit. He doesn't curse. He says thinks it's all coincidences. Yeah. And that's when he understands that she was telling him to see the signs. <laughs> and he looks over and what does he see? A bat. Like, that's the thing. There are no signs that he sees. Like, he doesn't, like, there's not, like, a moment where stuff lines up and he's like, I figured out the puzzle. He just looks over and sees a bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's Meryl's bat from when he, um, like... Broke the record. Broke the record. So, like everything that led up to this like his wife oh was murdered in one moment and then because of that like Meryl moved in to help him out and, and then bat. had the bat there and their kids like are fr- like have this weird thing with the water and have a bunch of water glasses so anyway he says swing away Meryl and Meryl's like what <laughs> <laughs> and he says it again and then uh, Meryl turns around and sees the bat and grabs it and then just swings at the alien. He says bonk. <laughs> yeah. <right on> the- <laughs> Before that though, like I feel like the alien turns around and then Bo starts screaming and we see the reflection of Bo in the alien skin. I thought that was really oh, cool. Oh yeah. Like a cool like camouflage like right. little, little nod to that. Also the alien sprays Morgan in like yeah. the heat of the moment and does let out some spray. Um, but then Meryl starts beating the shit out of this alien with the bat but i will say the scenes where he's like i get like they they kind of do it from like alien pov and like you see meryl like swinging at it and like it's like as if the camera's being hit Mm -hmm. it's so slow Mm -hmm. like the action like it's so slow yeah um and i'm assuming it's because they had to like pace it right and swing the right way because like obviously he was swinging at a camera and right. you don't want to break the camera but like i was like hey i think he could be a little more aggressive here <laughs> yeah. he's taking his time between hits and then at one point he hits the glasses of water on the table and the water splashes on the alien and, and it burns him right and so we finally understand what um m night Shyamalan meant by they hate water or something so Meryl starts beating the shit out of the alien, smacking as much water into him as possible until, like, ultimately the alien dies. Um, all the time while Meryl's beating the alien, um, Graham runs out with the kids and he, like, administers a shot into Morgan and he's like, everything, like, this lined up, Morgan had that asthma attack, like, it had, like, he's, like, talking it out, like, being like, he got scared, he had that asthma attack, his lungs were closed, he didn't breathe in the gas, because his yeah. lungs were closed, like, he's like, this is another, I guess, one of the miracle signs right. that he sees, is, like, his lungs were closed, his lungs were closed, and he's, like, freaking out, trying to get him to breathe, and then Meryl comes out, everyone's crying, because they think Morgan's died, and Bo's like, I dreamed this, um, and uh, then Morgan's like, Dad... And everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then we get another scene at the end that he's gone back to the church and he's like back. At he's church found his faith. He yeah. sees the miracles. So, OK. Going outside. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the water thing. What are people's thoughts on that? It's dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually like kind of pissed about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because here's the thing. All right. You get these aliens, right? And obviously they're really, they're smart, you know, and they're evolved to a point of 
having this natural kind of chameleon blending in type shit going on with their skin and their right. tech, you know, they employ all these like military grade, basically like op procedures, but they come to the planet that's like 70% water. Yeah. <laughs> Like, why would you do that? Also, you've been scoping out this one house for how many days? You know this kid leaves water everywhere. Yeah. Right? Like, that's like being like, okay, I want to rob this house. Um, but I see that the person that owns this house uh, keeps, like, two guns in a nightstand. You know? Right. <laughs> so, and has cameras like, always on. And has a person watching the cameras. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just feel like that was, like, not really thought through on the part of the aliens. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you're going to travel the, the galaxy to come here just to be like, oh, shit. You know, right. they've got poison for us, like, everywhere. It's also, like, the Earth, literally, when you look at it from space, the it's first water. thing you see is the yeah. blue of the water. So, like, you have, okay, this planet that's all blue. Okay, the next planet is all, like, red and dusty, it looks like. Which should we go to? Well, the one that's all wet To be fair, they wanted to get on Earth to kidnap Earth people to yeah. experiment on, is what, like, the the book says. Like, the... Yeah. yeah. But know. my theory is that they... Okay, I think the water thing's dumb. I want to preface by saying I think it's stupid. But... My theory is that they didn't know they were allergic to water when they came. They probably should have figured it I, out by now because they've been there for a while. But you know, I don't, know. I don't buy that, man. I mean, think I about it. You guys got you guys got tech that can just float in the sky, and you'd be like, "All right, let's turn the invisibility shields on." Right? You never seen a cup of water before, dog? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Here's my theory: they did it. Because they're all thrill seekers. Sexual question mark? <laughs> but they went to a planet of mostly water to get their kicks on the danger. You know, what are they going to do if it's a temperate climate and it rains a little bit? That's a little spicy. That's a really good point. What if it just started raining? Yeah. yeah like, well, <laughs> we tried. Coup canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, oh so my god. okay, so at the beginning of the movie, when uh, the girl, when Bo is like drinking some water, she's like, it tastes bad, mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to give it to the dog because she thinks it tastes weird. So I thought, because I knew the twist going into it, I knew that they were going to be allergic to water. I thought what that was. Trying trying to imply was that the aliens were like trying to change the water and trying to like terraform it yeah beforehand. i thought that too but then they didn't even like address that for the rest of the movie and and also like later on um uh um rory culkin is talking to the people at the bookstore and he's like yeah Bo has had this weird tick about water her whole life and um so so she's had it her whole life so it's definitely not the aliens trying to terraform the earth to make the water less harmful to them what's terraforming mean it just means like um so it actually means like make something habitable so like if you go to mars and you want to make it to where people can live on mars you you would want to change the soil and the climate um to where it would be habitable are they doing that uh, I mean that it's something people hope that, that are happens, like yeah people's like theories and maybe like plans or they ideas. do it an alien. <laughs> um, it it happens in uh, uh, Superman, 
the Superman movie, Man of Steel, um, uh, like Michael Shannon's character, they have this giant machine that like that starts terraforming the Earth before they can actually like use the planet for themselves, mm-hmm. and so like that's the final fight. But in this one, they don't even do any terraforming; they just leave the crop circles and leave. They just point at farmhouses that they're going to attack in petty fashion. Yeah. Going back to my thrill-seeking theory, that was their way of just doing a little graffiti and, like, running away without getting caught. (laughs) They're testing the waters. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, they should have. They should have. They should (laughs) have. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, yeah, I agree. The water twist is stupid. But, like... I mean, I can appreciate how he set it up with Abigail Breslin, like, and how, like, her, like, thing. I think that's fun, but I do think that, God, they could have come up with something more exhilarating. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it could have. It's just, this this whole thing, like, it's, I, I always, I thought, like, it tried to be good, but it just needed, like, a few more drafts mm-hmm. to work out the kinks. As we know. Nobody gives nobody makes M Night do any extra drafts because yeah. for some reason we just let this guy do whatever the fuck he wants on screen. And sometimes it works, but a lot of times it does not. Yeah, just no autocorrect. Nope, absolutely none. I also do not like the theme of the like fate, it's all fate and it was all meant to happen. Uh, I I so okay, well I I don't always hate that when like it happens in movies, but anytime someone starts to suggest that it's going to happen in a movie, anytime someone's like, Oh, do you think all of this could be a coincidence? Or do you think there's a bigger plan here? I'm immediately, I'm like, okay, let's see if you can work this out. (laughs) Let's see if you can actually do this in a good way because i'm immediately like i don't think this is gonna go anywhere good and so like my problem with this is when swing away is the clue to what's gonna happen at the end it should be something more creative than just literally swinging especially knowing that he's a baseball player when it gets said yeah and then the thing with the with the asthma attack it's like oh the asthma stopped him from being poisoned. That would have been cool if the poison wasn't introduced like two minutes before yeah. <laughs> we, we learned that this was a thing. Cause like they don't talk about the poison until like right before they wheel out the TV. Literally like Meryl's like, Oh, they've, they poisoned people. And then yeah. boom, aliens out poison ready. <laughs> right. I don't know. I also like think of it as like, it's like oh yeah there's fate but i also think of it as like you know not getting like down in life because like like shit's gonna happen to you it's just part of like your life and like you gotta like like look for like the good parts of it right and i think like that i think that's like a good thing or like you gotta look for like you know like what got you here and appreciate it Mm -hmm. and i think that's like fine that's a fine thing okay you know i think that as propaganda that even the worst, most ill-prepared group of people could still defend themselves against an alien attack. <laughs> That's true. And you can too, using these household items. Well, the the news reports did say people died, so there were worse prepared people. Yeah. If I would like to say aliens weren't people. exactly prepared either. No, they weren't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I would say that I agree with Harish, though. Like, I don't like the whole idea that things were meant to be. It's like, okay, like, think about Morgan, right? How old would you guys say he is? Like, 11 or something? If even. Okay, so let's say he's 10. You mean to tell me this kid's got to go through 10 years of asthma attacks? (laughs) Right. Maybe one day he might need a poison-secreting alien? Like, yeah. I just feel like that's... Right. You did not take the odds on that one. It's like it's I don't know. I mean it's I could see I could see if it was like traits or or characteristics that had been introduced once his wife died. Mm -hmm. But like to go that far back, it's like, okay, well, how far are we going? You know, like like Man first discovers water. It's like, oh, we're gonna need this one day. <laughs> it's, the it's the butterfly effect. <laughs> um, uh, it, it's also like, so your wife died. Her last words were Swing a warning away. that helped you save your life, right? So like, she like by dying saved your life in essence. Okay, well now that's over now what's the point of your life you know <laughs> like Perfect. okay does does the kid still have the water tick is she still like being weird about water like probably now, now knowing just in case an alien shows up but but it's like now they have all of these like everything that helped them survive this is still gonna be there after they survive so like it's yeah. still your life is still shitty it's, <laughs> it's like, not it's like, like a now we know situation <laughs> right <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point m knight didn't think that far he had a climax in mind and built to it yeah (laughs) and that's fine i the one thing i will say about the water thing is it feels like it's it's supposed to be a reference to the war of the worlds because in war of the worlds what happens at the end is the aliens just die because they get earth bacteria Uh. and it kills them um, and like that's the the whole like end of the story is like <laughs> we were we were so worried about their giant machines, but like our tiny little um, microbes killed them. Um, uh, well, the the movie also referenced War of the Worlds, right? Yeah. Um, so like it, it it fits that sort of trope of something silly, like causing the aliens to leave. But it's also like War of the Worlds was like a hundred over a hundred years ago um published uh, and i would so say the like, microbes is a better is still better than water <laughs> yeah yeah way better than water so alien said you're dirty <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go um should we do our segments did you guys have any other thoughts before we that do segments yeah it's just so fucking bad i'm sorry but yeah. like i can't i can't move past it <laughs> yeah yeah i refuse the cgi and sucks yeah it's the dancing alien you uh, can say molly it was made in 2002 like what do you expect and i would say better yeah i would say um you know he the whole point i guess the whole build-up for Mel's character is like, oh, I need to see, right? Right. And see these signs. And I'm like, okay, well, within the first five move or five minutes of the movie, you get like, like the biggest sign, you know, a crop circle. Not yeah. one, but multiple crop circles. Yeah. So at that point, where you're just like, 
this isn't it. This isn't the sign. I don't need the sign that stretches a kilometer. I need the sign that is a bat on the wall from 1997. Right. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I think those are really just the the things that make me like actually pissed about this this movie. That. (laughs) Also, the fact that there was one flashback the whole time. It's just yeah. like we would get thirty seconds of the same flashback, mm-hmm. and then, and then yeah, the fact that he actually didn't see the signs, he just pieced it together in the last like three minutes of the movie. Right. The pacing of this really upset me. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I hate, I hate it. I think a lot of the plot stuff is really interesting. Yeah. Or it's cool or whatever. I think that's great. I think it's a good story. Um, what I noticed a lot was like all of these emotional arcs really trying to come together, especially at the end. Some of them didn't land for me personally, but I still think it's cool when movies have stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I can I can respect, you know, like what the story he's trying to tell there. But I really the pacing really threw me. Like I just right. it made me not care when like emotional moments were happening. Um Have either of you seen Unbreakable? No. No, but I did look up the plot on um on wiki like earlier today because i went through all of m night's movies to yeah. figure out if he's actually in all of them right. oh my God. Um, so i looked at the plot of all three in that trilogy yeah if if you don't like the pacing in this then you're gonna oh hate God, unbreakable because yeah. oh, it's it's the exact same pacing but it's also like a superhero movie that's oh, no. kind of stupid okay <laughs> um, you know i love superhero movies is the pacing in that similar to Split, which is also in that trilogy? Because I didn't think Split was that bad. Split, I think, is more... It's pa- faster paced, or there's, like, more going on. Like, um, Unbreakable is just like this, where it's a lot of, like, shots of people's faces, like, and looking at each other. It's so dramatic. And, like, slow motion and <laughs> stuff like a, that. It's, a, it's about somebody figuring out that they're a superhero. Yeah. But it's, like, a very dramatic take on figuring that out <laughs> yeah um let's let's go into our segments yeah what would you do what would you do so let's say let's say we're the main character right we're mel gibson minus the anti-semitism yeah um we're we're looking for these signs our whole life right no offense to him, but I'm built different, and I would have seen them. <laughs> right off the bat, I have the advantage. I win. Yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't automatically think to throw water at the alien, but I'm also like, I've got water. Yeah. I always have water <laughs> around me. Let's just try this out. <laughs> let's just throw some. Let's throw everything at the alien. Yeah. Wait, I, wait, wait. Is there enough water in a Canada Dry bowl to take out an alien? Probably. That's the only thing I have. Maybe I wouldn't survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what character do you relate to the most? Me personally, Bo. Probably the older brother. Morgan. Morgan. Yeah. I like Bo's vibe. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. I would probably, I would probably say Morgan, because he was just on it. He was like, "Aliens, cool. I'm gonna get a book." Yeah. This was this is what's happening. There was like no lag in believing it, and I think that I was I'm definitely the type of person that's like, "Oh yeah, there's aliens for sure." <laughs> yeah. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> definitely Morgan. What would you do if it were you in this movie? Is this for me? Yeah. yeah. Um, just in the movie or if I was like 
Morgan specifically. If it was you, if you you were dropped into this, yeah, we didn't explain the segments. We don't do that. No, but we have to guess. Yeah, yeah. So you as yourself are in this movie. Okay. I guess my first thought would be like. Listen, just sit down, rationalize with them or something. They want to kill me. At the end of the day, I'm going to end up dead. We can help each other out a little bit. At least I can say this is some alien shenanigans before I die. But then I realized that, like, that is one, they, there's going to be a language barrier there. But also, <laughs> that's not the vibe they're giving off at all. Right. So I think I would pretty much just kind of, like, flow with Meryl's whole thing. Like, listen, we could just beat their ass until we die. And it's like, all right, yeah, let's let's just do that. Let's just find some stuff and, you know, hit them with it. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, we were going to die anyway. Yeah. Which is kind of a messed up way to think about it. But, I mean, realistically, in the most unrealistic context, it's aliens. <laughs> what, are you, what are you supposed to do? True. And that's that. It's aliens. What, what are, are you supposed, supposed to, to do? do? Yeah, I would also... I would do the hiding technique first. Like, I would... My... I would definitely try to like barricade myself somewhere for safety. As Sid pointed out, I would bring a weapon. Um, <laughs> I just feel like it's not that hard to source at least one thing. Um, and then, I, hey, like, uh, you know, if my my hiding didn't work, yeah, I'll resort, resort to beating this shit. Because like the alien didn't seem to defend itself yeah. at all. Yeah. It just fucking took that beating. So like if I've got a, at least like a bat or a hammer or something like i'd probably win in this fight it's pathetic yeah sure what <laughs> sure you're right yeah i feel what? like nothing um you said, what, what, what? Wait, you said sure i thought you were implying that i couldn't beat up an alien <laughs> no but you sounded really aggressive and now i'm feeling really aggressive <laughs> Apologies for the confusion. Sorry, this Canada Drive Bold isn't just about the flavor, but apparently the personality is <laughs> you with. Um, uh, oh I feel like I would try to board up all the windows and doors, but I also feel like I would be one of the families that got like poisoned and got killed from poison gas. What? Because we don't like they don't do that in this movie but like we did see like like they did say on the news that people a lot of people have died from the poison gas yeah so i feel like it's like if they had the ability i feel like that's the most likely way i would have been killed by an alien yeah like when they were in the basement why didn't the alien just gas them while they were down there is it because it has to be in close range like do they have to be like right up in your face no idea. Is it like COVID where it'll spread and like you gotta come in direct contact with it, you know? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Is this a metaphor for a pandemic? <laughs> Honestly, I think it was just that like they probably just didn't secrete enough to fill a whole room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh what's our next segment? The so acting award. award. Oh, is this gonna be which Oof. award's getting given out? I don't know. I'm not going to say it first. I mean, we don't have to give the same award. So, Sid, I don't know if you're familiar, but we give out... There's two acting awards that could be potentially given out. Um, there's the Jared Padalecki, Padalecki Acting Awards for Excellence in Acting, yeah. which is like 
that's given if the movie's good. If it's a good movie, it gets the the award given is a Jared. And if Both it's a, of these awards are based off of this hit TV show Supernatural. No, they're not. They're based off of the hit TV show Supernatural's main two actors starring in two films. <laughs> <laughs> of remakes of classic 80s slashers one of them is arguably the best movie ever made the other one is not good <laughs> but anyways <laughs> um if the movie's bad it gets a jensen ackles uh what is it the jensen accolade you tried your best in a shitty movie um, we've toyed around with giving other uh, mm. awards but what's we the show that we literally came up with like last episode it's worse <laughs> me uh i was just lukewarm yeah the the mishioker mishioker award or something yeah a mishioker yeah um so whatever y'all can give it whatever you want it's gonna get a jared but for me but whatever you want i think i would give meryl a jensen You'd give Meryl a Jensen? Nice. Yeah. Good like, choice. Yeah. You did it, dog. You tried your best with the context that you were given. Uh, Bo, uh, Abigail Breslin gets a Jared from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's my luck. <laughs> She's a star in this. She ate that roll up. <laughs> I'm going to give... I'm going to... Also, I'm gonna do the same as Samantha, like Jared for Abigail Breslin. You gave it so a for Jared. me, I think like he went to Jared for me for Jensen. <laughs> the Jensen um, is for like 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 movies that are like just bad completely, whereas this is like competently made, but like the plot <laughs> doesn't work. You know, the, the bars at the Earth's core. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, Jensen, because when you think about My Bloody Valentine remake, there's nothing good about that movie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, you're right. so that's, like, m- what I'm thinking of when I'm giving a Jensen. Yeah, I guess if the Friday the 13th reboot is the basis for a Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. Or, or yeah. My Bloody Valentine, or not, or, or, or House of Wax. House of that Wax. could also be, uh... Hey. House of Wax is so good. It's like not even ironically battled. No, I know. But I like to do, I like to link My Bloody Valentine and uh, Friday the 13th because I think they were both 2009. Yeah, no, those are, that's those, yeah, that. But, (laughs) anyways, Molly, what are you giving? I'm giving Joaquin Phoenix the um, Jared. You're giving a Jared? Yeah, I feel like that's our basis because Harish is making a lot of sense. <laughs> Obviously, if you could have told by my tone, my first gut instinct was to give it a Jensen. <laughs> I'm you really still thirsty can. after a Jensen these days. Like, I want to give a movie a Jensen so bad, but no, he gets the Jared. Don't worry, we've got all year. We'll find one. Or should we give it to M. Night Shyamalan, who absolutely bodied the role of the indifferent to trauma he did great you know i like to make fun of him for casting himself but like he's great he's good (laughs) um okay rating what are we rating it out or villain ranking oh shit these are at the bottom of mine the aliens well what are they even competing against uh becky becky and the ghosts the freaks from the purge so for you sydney uh how do the like how do the aliens rank 
in terms of the villains of other horror movies that you've seen? I really don't even watch a lot of horror movies. <laughs> so, honestly, God, the first thing that popped in my mind is like right above Scrappy Doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Wow. That's pretty like, accurate. Like, That's, yeah. Like the, the Monster Island Scrappy Doo. Like, not just the the one from the shows. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, like from the live action. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. You're so right for that. <laughs> Thank you. As far as the, like, a list, I don't have, like, they're the only ones on them on it i guess yeah yeah um what are what are some of your favorite horror movie monsters or like villains can can you think of any right now i don't know uh you gotta come back to me with that one (laughs) well so on our villain rankings since we only have three so far for 2021 um because i guess we didn't count the ghosts uh in the sixth sense as villains nope so the aliens are uh, at the bottom of the list number three um because they're worse than the freaks from the purge and becky from their watching i agree with that i made them number two because i think they're at least a little more interesting i fucking hate those freaks from the purge man (laughs) i fucking hate them at least these are aliens not rich kids. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so that's my. I have to agree with that, but there's still three. That's valid. That's fine. Cool. I Thanks, have, Sam. I have, I have a rating tool. It's okay. You can reject it. I think we should do it out of glasses of water. Yes. <laughs> You're right. Okay. I think that's, that's fun. Uh, fuck. Uh. I got mine. I know mine. Do you want to? Is this for like the movie overall? Yeah, we do it out of 10. Yeah. So okay. just overall, what if you were giving it a review, you know, on Letterboxd, even though that's out of five, we do out of 10. What would you give it? For example, I would give it a seven because I, I, I'm aware of my bias towards this film because I do have like my emotional heartstrings tied t- tied to it from like when I was a kid. So I get a little nostalgic watching it. Um, but I think it's like Harish said, it's competently made and like yeah. it's fun. And like I think that this is a good introductory horror film for people. Like I think if you're like looking for a little fright but you're really scared of scary movies, this is a solid movie to watch for like a thrill. And it's not yeah. gonna scare you too much. And it's got aliens in it. Like what's not fun about that? So this is a seven. That's fair. Uh-huh. Now destroy it. What? I said now destroy it. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this movie a five glasses of water. Nice. But the conversion rate is gonna be about two glasses of Canada Dry Bold, baby. No oh, um, shit. <laughs> it gets a five. That's bold. It's like competently made is a phrase that keeps coming up and I agree <laughs> with that. Um, it just wasn't for me, and that's okay. Um, I think the story is, like, fine. Um, I like alien stuff. Well, actually, you know what? Maybe I don't like alien invasion movies. They're ne- they're almost never good, but anyways. I was just thinking that. I was gonna say, like, I usually like them, but maybe, I like, in retrospect, like, maybe that's just not my favorite thing, and that's okay. 
I more prefer where we're on the aliens turf, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I don't love alien invasion movies. Mm. Huh. You learn something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, did you want to go? Or did you want me yeah. to go? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, I'd probably give it like six and a half glasses of water. Um, and for reasons that I've expressed, but mainly because... So I set myself up to be fully scared by this movie. Like I told y'all before, like I started this at 11.57 on Friday night. Yeah. I turned off all the lights in here. And it was just such a slow build. And by the end of it, you know, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, man, I barely even saw an alien. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I, just, I wanted it to be more. It didn't and make like, you I, scared I to sleep. Like you, it wasn't worth the like setting yourself up for the thrill. Yeah, like I didn't even have a nightmare. <laughs> and not to say that that's my that's my bar, but um that the 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 water thing, um yeah, I just just all of it and just the fact that there I feel like there were a lot of times where we could have had like a good action scene and it's like they kind of opted out there's for so or for something more like artistic like like the um the flashlight on the ground. Um yeah. like while that was cool, like I I just feel like, you know, I've been watching this movie. I kind of want to see, you know, some fighting or something go on. Right. And then, like, the most you get is, like, a hand. It's like, oh, I don't know. I, yeah, six and a half sounds about right. All right. For me. Oh, yeah. I think I'll give it six glasses of water out of I'm ten. surprised you gave it that high. Because uh-huh. he was acting like this was the worst movie ever. I, I'm I was kidding. not no, acting was. like that. <laughs> I, was, I was interpreting his... Um, indifference to as he hates this and it's the worst (laughs) thing he's ever seen um i think uh so like i i think m night Shyamalan is a pretty good director but not a really great writer um and that's how i felt like before watching this movie um and i think the sixth sense is great and well written but he got lucky on that one because all the other movies that i've seen of his are like they're like good to watch like they look pretty and they're well directed but the writing just does not work for me um so this this the writing of this really didn't work for me um but other than that it's like it's not a bad movie um there are like some cool scenes in it definitely uh but yeah i'm, I'm giving it a six that's fair I can, yeah, I I, 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 I I agree, but, and I also kind of agree that, um, I don't know if I would connect, um, Sixth Sense and this movie, like, if you had told me that they were made by the same person, I'd be like, okay, cool, and, well, because I guess I know that, yeah. I guess if I lived in a world where my mind was erased, and I was learning about movies for the first time, and I watched The Sixth Sense, and then I also watched this movie, I would absolutely not see the connection. yeah. Um, and I'm wondering if are all of his other movies more like this or are they more like the sixth sense? Um, They're more like this. Unbreakable and glass are more like this. The village is like this. Just a heads up. Um, yeah, not a, like, I don't think any of his other movies are like the sixth sense. I think the sixth sense is the like sixth sense movie. is its own God tier level. Nothing yeah. is like the sixth sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so have you seen the sixth sense? Wait, wait what? Have you seen the movie The Sixth Sense? No, I have not. I did read the oh. plot, though. 
we're oh. we're still riding the high of the oh sixth sense it's so good it's a really good movie even if you know how the plot goes it's it's really good i i knew the plot and everything and i hadn't seen it yet and i was like this is the best movie i've ever fucking seen yeah. i'll check it out but i will say that i was like even though i picked this movie i was like biased in the wrong direction because i knew that it might show on also did the last airbender and i'm a very yeah. big avatar fan right that should just rub me completely the wrong way <laughs> yeah I, I, like if you thought i was upset with this movie like i i bought that other one on dvd and i was like pissed uh. <laughs> like i was young and my mom was watching it with me and she was like i don't understand why you're so mad and i was like you don't understand <laughs> so, so I, maybe i am a little biased with it but like no one no i haven't seen the sixth sense and two i feel like all of our ratings are pretty pretty good for what i expect yeah yeah do you have grievances about the avatar live action movie yeah like i i hated it so much <laughs> Well, I have a very special person who might like to hear those. <laughs> Our special guest, M. Night Shyamalan! What? <laughs> I will. Like, hey, so, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Answer for your sins. Criminally <laughs> bad. Wasn't there that one scene going around from one of the fight scenes from that movie? Probably. Everyone was talking about how bad it was, like, months ago on Twitter. Yeah, they do a bunch of, like, moves, and then it's, like, one tiny rock floats by. <laughs> yeah. A glob of water. <laughs> oh, my Damn. God. That made me actually pretty upset. I was like, they're, they're moving a lot. They're doing kickflips and shit, you know? Like, yeah. where, where's the bending? Yeah, I don't but, know. I don't but know. Dev Patel is Prince Zuko. That's true. That's the only good choice. <laughs> one good choice it's- made. Yeah, and then to follow that up, I did see After Earth, but I didn't realize that that was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Um, but when I saw it, I was like, I was also expecting this to be better. Yeah. So you've I truly seen, theme. you've seen some of his worst swings, like, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen any of the hits. <laughs> yeah, like, I really, like, unlucked out. Yeah. Stop. Um, uh, so what would you recommend based on this movie? So, like, we just do, like, general recommendations. Like, it could be just other alien movies or other movies that remind you of this somehow. Or, um, like, if someone likes this movie, what would you recommend they watch? Uh, um, I need to think of. Some I have a couple. Well, I I have to think about it. I have to think about movies from my childhood that I thought were scary. I have a couple. I have a couple. Okay. Yeah. Um, give me one second. All right. First and foremost, I'd like to recommend Scary Movie Three, which is um how I knew the plot of this movie before I watched <laughs> this movie. Yeah. Because it perfectly blends this, The Ring, and Eight Mile into one actually pretty <laughs> cohesive plot. And also the whole like first time, like the first little bit of this movie, I was like cracking up laughing because um, the first scene of Scary Movie 3 is like shot for shot this, the first scene of this movie, except for it's funny. And so when we were watching this one, I was just because like they're running through the cornfield in Scary Movie 3, they're running through the cornfield, but they're getting smacked in the crotch with corn every time they like pass by (laughs) one. And so when they're, when I'm watching that, I was just cracking up thinking about how funny Scary Movie 3 was. Um, I haven't seen it in a while, so it might be a little dated, but I wanted to recommend that first. And then, um, 
I wanted to recommend Attack the Block. Yes, um, I was going to say that. Oh, I'm sorry. I no, keep stealing fine. yours. That's a good one where it's also like an like aliens show up out of nowhere and everyone's like, no, there's not aliens. And then there are and they right. have to like fight them. And, and um, it's like it's, it's bleak. It's in Britain. It's yeah. like the like the projects. Yeah. The block. It's is, like John Boyega's like first real big yeah. movie. Um, oh, cool. It's fucking great. And the really the fun. alien design is super cool. Um they're like big fuzzy monsters with bl- glowing blue teeth, but like the black fur is like pitch black. Yeah. It's like really cool. It's so good. And um it's really funny, but it, it it's got dark moments to it. Um it's a really good movie. I would recommend that to anybody. Um and then my other one is uh or I have two more. Uh, the fourth kind, which is a Mila Jovovich movie. Um, I haven't seen it in a really, really, really long time, but I distinctly remember after I watched that movie, I was so scared that I wouldn't get in the shower unless my sister came into the bathroom and <laughs> sat in there while I shower. Cause I was so scared to be alone. Um, wow. but I don't remember that being a particularly scary movie, but it's about alien abduction and like, it just like made me feel like I was going to get abducted by an alien. I was also like 13 when I watched this, so I don't know if it's actually scary. And then the other one is just the other, the only other alien movie I can think of is this movie called dark skies. I don't remember if it's actually any good. Um, and I actually don't really remember the plot, but, um, Carrie Russell's the main character in it and it's just like disturbing events happen and like the family realizes that they're being targeted by aliens but i don't remember why or anything about that but that's the only other alien movie i can think of that's kind of like up this alley Hmm. i have a few um my number one wreck is uh field of dreams (laughs) (laughs) that's not a bit that's like actually explain what do you, they're both like dramatic movies set in a farmhouse about supernatural occurrences that happen that bring a family closer together. I think it's a perfect recommendation. That's Are fine. You, it's great. All right. Um, <laughs> Annihilation. No. For the alien Anaconda. form. What? For the f- alien form. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Anaconda, just because it's silly and it has like a really bad '90s CG. Um, Arrival, which is a alien invasion movie that I actually really love. Um, yeah. And um, that's a movie that does an alien twist right. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen Arrival. <gasps> I'm oh, dying to watch it. I think you'd like it a lot. It's really cool. Um. I'd like to recommend Little Miss Sunshine. (laughs) Yeah. And the Charty McDennis episode of It's Always Sunny. And hear me out. We were talking about, like, how all of this stuff is happening and there's these crazy plots and twists and, like, things get built up and introduced and it's, like, crazy and chaotic. At the end, they just flip a coin. Yeah. And that felt like what this movie did <laughs> where you go through all this crazy stuff and at the end it's it just you pour water on them <laughs> um, so i have a few uh uh et i think is a nice. great movie um that's like 
this is kind of like it's it's like filmed in a very similar way to like the way Spielberg films stuff. Um uh and ET's like a non-horror version of this movie basically. But um in terms of like horror alien movies, um Color Out of Space, which came out last year, um mm-hmm. is really good. Uh, and that's like Lovecraft, so it's more, it's just like very weird, a lot weirder, um, the stuff that happens. And, um, the other one is this movie called Honeymoon with, um, Rose Leslie from Game of Thrones. She's the, the wildling girl Mm -hmm. that John Snow. The redhead. Yeah. Um, she's the main character and it's this couple on their honeymoon and they're like in a cabin in the woods and there's like some weird alien stuff that happens and it's pretty good it's a horror movie good shit that's all i had do you have any recs i think i'll probably just say war of the worlds Mm. oh yeah um one because it was referenced but two because (laughs) that's also a movie that just exists vaguely in my like (laughs) i don't know pre 12 year old mind right i don't even think i like really saw the whole thing honestly i think i'm just like oh that's another alien movie yeah and that's it my <laughs> yeah i don't really watch a, a ton of like horror or alien movies so for me i'm like this is it this is what we got <laughs> i think war of the worlds is also a steven spielberg movie huh um yes i do believe it yeah. is uh so did you want to plug your twitter or anything else that you want to plug yeah i think hold on let me figure out what my twitter name is <laughs> that's embarrassing that's fine if it's embarrassing i'm not oh here Cringe we go yeah follow, follow me on twitter uh still single sid still single <laughs> sid or insta i think it's just at sid jordan syd nice yep. um you can follow me at not a credit card and everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy on everything. That's a Scooby yeah. reference. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can follow me at Midsummer Queen on Twitter. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter. Uh, TipsyTerror.com, TipsyTerror.rap, TipsyTerror.wtf, TipsyTerror.pub. Dot pam. Dot pub. I missed it. Fuck. And uh, all of those are websites that point to all of our stuff. Um, But yeah, thanks for being on the episode, Sydney. Yeah, thanks for watching me. Oh my god, it was so cool. Yeah, yeah, glad to have you. Long time coming. Yeah. Yeah. For those of listeners who don't know, listeners who aren't Sid, um, (laughs) which is possibly nobody. Um, yeah, Sid listened to a lot of Tipsy Terror last year, and it came up on Spotify Wrapped. Our official biggest fan. Yeah, officially. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I need a crown or something. I'll make I myself. Fan. I'll make myself like a plaque, and I'll just hang it up. And there that you way, go. That way, when people come in my apartment, they'll be like, "What's that for?" And then I'll just give a subtle nod to, to at Tipsy Terror. <laughs> no, what you gotta do. You have to get a plaque with a um, bat attached to it so that when aliens come to your house, you can get it and beat their ass. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put this date on the plaque. The day that we talked about this happening. There you go. Double duty. <laughs> Swing away. Swing away, Sid. Swing, Swing away. away. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.